week. Had a lot of things going on last week, so therefore I couldn't bring an episode. But I'm back this week with the top takeaways from NFL Week 14 and storylines. We have some storylines. Week 14, three more regular season games left to go, man. And the playoff picture is starting to come alive and starting to kind of like get together. We're going to break that down. We're going to see who's in, who's in the hunt, who's in the bubble. We're going to hit all that today. And, of course, we're also going to give you the top takeaways. So, again, you know how I do this. I used to break down every game. Now I'm just going to give you the top storylines of this week. And we had some. We had some bangers this week, all right? And without further ado, let me get you started with can you smell what the Brock is cooking? My man. My man, Brock Purdy, bro. Yeah, he has arrived. He has arrived, and when he takes on the greatest player of all time and does mincemeat of that particular team, and he had a lot to do with it, he ran a pretty good offense, Brock Purdy did, against Tom Brady. We know what's going on with the aging Tom and that Buccaneers uh, team. And, of course, that 49er defense, championship defense, was complete wasted. Um, not wasted, completely destroyed or wasted the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the man of the hour, Mr. Irrelevant, Throw that name out the window. He is the Brock. Came to play, man. An efficient game. 185 passing yards. 16 for 21. Threw for two touchdowns. Ran for one. Come on, man. What can you say? The dude is inspiring. I don't know how far he's going to get this team. But I'm going to throw this out there. Yes, I am running on the bandwagon. Love the storyline. The last time... If you look out and look at the opposite end of the of the uh, of the competition, Tom Brady came in. What is it, fourth, fifth round pick as a rookie took over? All right, for Drew Bledsoe, and the rest is history. I don't know if Brock Purdy's gonna do this, but here's some of the similarities: championship defense. New England had that defense when Tom Brady was a rookie. Great running game. New England had a solid running game back when Brady was a rookie. I think is an omen. Anyway, moving on. Christian McCaffrey, absolutely bonkers. He has paid and has been worth every dime spent on this trade. Every asset, 14 carries, 119 yard, and a touchdown. All right, went ahead and caught two more passes for 34 yards and a touchdown. He has been that type of player that the 49ers need. Debo went out with a, uh, I think it's a sprain MCL. Or high sprain. He's going to be out for a few weeks. Uh, but had himself a decent game. Was having a great decent game. Four receptions, 43 yards. It's going to be miss, missed for uh, Brock Purdy. But Debo also had a touchdown with, uh, of course, one of, a rushing touchdown in 25 yards on the ground. And uh, let's see what's going to happen now. A little bit different without uh, Debo. Because Debo is kind of a security blanket. And a great yards after the catch with Bill's conference of Brock Purdy. That's going to be a hit. Um, Brandon Ayuk only had two receptions. But, yeah, he, one of those was a touchdown, 57 yards. Let's see what's going to happen. Kittle needs to step up now and uh, get some of those targets and create separation to help Brock Purdy out here. But 35-7, to 7, San Francisco's 9-4. and four. Championship defense, they're on the rise. Tom Brady threw it 55 times, two picks, 253. I mean, what are you going to say, right? You can't win with rushing the ball 60 for 69 yards in 19 attempts. We know what San Francisco's offense, we know 36 attempts, 209 yards. It is what it is. We're not going to spend too much time, but that defense uh, was 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 solid. And here we go. Top, give Tampa Bay credit. Uh, they try to hold their own, but seven quarterback hits on Tom Brady. Even though they protected him, not a lot of sack, but they were getting to Tom Brady. They were getting to Tom Brady, and they were not getting to Brock Purdy. 
<laughs> that's story of the story of the game. Not going to spend too much time on this. But the Brock is here. And it doesn't matter if he's Mr. Irrelevant. It doesn't matter if they, the San Francisco 49ers spent all that capital to trade down for Mr. Trey Lance. And right now, he's not even starting. It doesn't matter. None of that matter. What matters is now. And Brock Purdy is 2-0. He has five touchdowns already in two games. Look, let's not blow this out of proportion. But guess what? Uh, they are they are coming. And I don't know. It's an inspiration here. Who knows? Even the sun shines inside of a dog's ass one day. And that dog's ass can be Mr. Brock Purdy taking it all the way to the Super Bowl. Anyway, let's move on to the next uh, game here, the next storyline. And look, I, I'm a Giants fan, and I hate to uh, speak about this because it's, it, it, it's going to pay me. And I'm not going to spend too much time on the shellac and the Eagles gave my Giants, right? I'm going to spend more time on talking about Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts, I think it's time. I think it's time. And I know people have been throwing the MVP conversation, but it's time to seriously put him out there right under Patrick Mahomes for this MVP race because he's he's making it close. First and foremost, again, last night, another solid performance, 21 for 31, two for three touchdowns. Only 217 yards, but ran for another touchdown and rushed for 77 yards. He has been insane. And look, 48-22, to 22, a complete annihilation by to the Giants. That was supposed to happen. I didn't think this game was going to be even close. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Not a 26-point blowout. I was expecting more like a 14-point blowout. But uh, Giants are in trouble. And even though we're still alive, 7-5-1, and one, we need to beat the Commanders. That's how much time I'm going to spend on the Giants today, my squad. But I'm going to spend the rest of the segment right here on Jalen Hurst because, again, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith are starting to come alive. A.J.'s been the rock all year long, and now Devontae's starting to eat, man. A couple of touchdowns now. I think three touchdowns in the last three games. He is eating, man. He is eating, and A.J. Brown is doing what he was supposed to be doing when they brought him over from the Titans. Miles Sanders, Mr. Every Other Game here, who reached for 100 yards, rushed for 1,000 yards in this season. First running back to do this, and I think LaShawn McCoy back in 2014 for the Eagles. Another first. A.J. Brown has over 1,000 receiving yards. I think Deshaun Jackson was the last one to do that. And guess what? Devontae Smith is right behind him. And uh, and getting close to that. He has 775 yards. Three games left. It's a possibility. They might have 2,000 yards receivers here. Again, going to Jalen Hurst, this is the reason why I think, even though I'm still naming Patrick Mahone as your unanimous MVP. Um, the numbers are, 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 speaks for themselves. You know, the record of the team, one loss. He's thrown for 22 touchdowns, only three INTs, 3,157 passing yards. And that's not the only thing he does well. His rushing attack is, it's insane. I mean, this this kid. Let me let me, let me click on the stats here because I I didn't have the rushing numbers here. I mean, my man, so far this year, he has 686 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns. He could get close to a thousand yards or have a thousand yards if he decides to just let it go and start running like crazy. But come on, nine touch, ten touchdowns on the ground, 22 in the air, 32, three picks. Those are Patrick Mahomes' numbers. 
I mean, Patrick Mahomes had another insane game, so it, it doesn't matter. But I think it is time to put Jalen Hurst in the conversation. The Eagles clinched the playoff berth, you know? Right there. They have been annihilating everybody. I get it. People are going to say that he's had a soft schedule. Whatever, man. You know, it is what it is. But they're beating everybody they're supposed to be beating. I know they're going to play a Dallas team. That's a true test. Good defense. Now they're going to play with Dak Prescott. Let's see what happens. Dak was a little whack last week. Let's see if the whack Dak goes away and the new Dak comes in. That's going to be a challenge. But I think the Eagles are going to are running are going to run away with the NFCs, and it's going to be a problem in the playoffs. And Jalen Hurst, Hurts deserves his props and deserves to be mentioned in the MVP conversation right there. Maybe not next next to Patrick Mahomes yet, but you know here's here's the uh, the, the line here right here's here's kind of the the ceiling. He's getting there. He's getting there. I still think Patrick Mahomes should win this unanimously. But Jalen Hurts has had a great season, better than most quarterbacks. Nobody is even close to Patrick right now than Jalen this season. Man, what do you think about those uh, those Lions? Listen, y'all. The Giants are playing inspired. And that inspiration is Dan Campbell's freaking coaching job. They won five out of the last six games. They manhandled the Vikings in this game, okay? They did. There's a reason why the Lions coming into this game, who were 5-7 and seven against the Vikings before they lost, they were 10-2, second best record in the league, were favorite by one and a half points. And I guess Vegas is right because the outcome was 34-23. to 23. Jared Goff is playing insane. 330 passing yards, three touchdowns, did not turn the ball over, all right? I mean, Jamal Williams, 37 yards on the ground. They just kind of spread this around. It was like C.J. Moore had 42 points. Jamal Williams had 37 yards, I'm sorry. DeAndre, 21. They had 131 total rushing yards, which is about 111 more than the better, than the better running backs, all right, which is Minnesota. Minnesota only had 22 yards on the ground. Dalvin Cook cannot keep doing this. 15 carries, 23 yards. He got a touchdown, but it is what it is. And what about James and Williams, man? Kid is back after being hurt all year long in the injury reserve. Second game, one reception, gets a touchdown. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I mean, hey, you know, Amon St. Brown, 68 yards. DJ Shark, who they paid some money for, all right, uh, free agent, has been hurt all year long, in and out of the lineup, had his best game as a Lion, 94 receiving yards and a touchdown. This team is loaded with a lot of young talent, all right, on the offense, on the offense. DJ Shark, Amon St. Brown. All right, Jameson Williams, these are all receivers, all right? And then when you go to the running game, Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, and DeAndre Swift is Mr. Glass, right? If this kid is healthy, he could do it both, man. He could catch it, he could run it, he just hasn't been healthy. But a healthy Lions team, it's a dangerous Lions team, and they've shown it by winning five out of six games. And look, you, you know, it, it's, it's, you got to give them credit. They're playing inspired by Dan Campbell. They want, they love, they love to play for Dan. Dan, I think, is a meathead, and I don't think he's the, he has that coach that's going to take a team to the next level, he just gets the buy-in from his players. Kirk Cousin had a good game, man. You know, two touchdowns, didn't turn, didn't turn, uh, didn't have a turnover, 425 passing yards. Uh, Jefferson, oh my gosh, 223 receiving yards with 11 receptions. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, not getting the end zone, by the way, neither the TJ Hawkinson, who also had 77 receiving yards. Uh, look, it's just the Minnesota Vikings are going to do what the Minnesota Vikings do. Great numbers by Cousin. A.K.A. the new age, Philip Rivers. 
he's going to get them to the playoffs and are going to bomb very, very hard. It is what it is. But the story of the game is the Detroit Lions are playing inspires. Uh, look, the Vikings can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different, um, a different outcome. But the Vikings are playing like a team possessed, and they're playing hard for Danny. Danny Campbell, baby. Probably one of the most, one of the biggest meatheaders coaches I've ever seen in my life, man. I would love to play for that guy anyway, so it is what it is. What's next? We are talking Browns and Bengals. And let me tell you something, boys and girls. It is what it is, but the Bengals are turned on the switch, and that is the postseason run switch. I mean, Burrow and the Bengals, Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, Joe Money, and the Bengals are doing what they did last year. They beat the Browns 23-10. That's not the story of the game, which they, they've actually went ahead and snapped a losing streak. I think they're like, what, 4-5 five, and five again in the last five games in the Browns. It was time. 23-10 for their fifth straight win. Yep, five in a row. They're 9-4 right there with the uh, Ravens, but you know the Ravens are all banged up and they don't have as good of a team. They are turning the switch up. That's pretty much the story of this game. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing and what they did. And one thing about the, the Cincinnati, uh, this Bengals team, I mean, Samanji Piran has emerged. And I think they could they could line up both guys, him and Mixon in that field. Mixon was just shy of 96 yards coming back from the concussion protocol. And, um, I mean, four yards short, short of 100 rushing yards. He had 96 total rushing yards. Good game on the ground. Uh, Samanji had a, had a touchdown, and he's been holding the fort when um, – Joe Mixon was out due to a concussion. Jamar Chase, man, he is in mid-season form after coming back from his high ankle sprain. 119 receiving yards and a touchdown. Trenton Irwin, whoever this guy is, had a touchdown for 58 yards. One was a deep bomb. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Higgins went out in a concussion protocol, but I think they have enough firepower to take this all the way to the playoffs. The Browns right now are a very dangerous team. If they can only protect Joe Burrow, which is going to be tough, he did get sacked twice in this game. And they put about they put about four quarterback hits on him. And you know, and and the Browns have a good defense, but they're not they're not San Francisco defense, right? Not Niner defense, not Dallas defense, all right? They're not in the, they're not even the Tennessee front line. They just need to protect him. If they protect Joe Burrows, man. I think this year he 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 goes over the hump. But I mean, hey, five in a row. Joe Money is doing what Joe Money does. But his boy, Jamar Chase, is starting to put buckets. Look, he's putting himself a very, very nice season. All right? Look at this. He has 3,600, over 3,600 passing yards, 27 touchdowns, and nine picks. He's putting himself a very, very nice season. Hey, another 234 rushing yards on the ground and five touchdowns. All right? He has over 30 touchdowns combined. He's doing, I mean, that, that, that QBR, that completion percentage can be a little higher. But it doesn't matter. He is making his team win. Five in a row. This is a dangerous team, boys and girls. This is a dangerous team. And the fact that he has Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs number, it's very tough to count them out. All right? And we'll hit them in a little while when we go th- throughout the playoff pictures. Throughout, when, you know, when we uh, kind of review the playoff picture here. Here's, here's, here we go, man. So co- coming to the next game. Look, the, the Niners showcase. The not the secret sauce, but what everybody kind of thought defensively, what you could do against the Miami explosive offense, right? It is what it is. The whole point is rush Tua, get him down, 
and do what you need to do and force him to throw some bad throws. Don't give him any time to throw because that, that's what he is. He has he has a zip of an arm, right? He can he can get a deep, but he can hit that quick 10-yard slant more accurate than any quarterback. And last week, we know the annihilation by the Niners. And this week, the same blueprint was used by the Chargers. By the Chargers' short-handed defense, all right? They were they had everybody out. And that defense played decent, man. They 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 carried along along with Justin Herbert carried that uh, Chargers team to a win, twenty three to seventeen. And it's kind of nice, man, to see Justin Herbert get the support that he needs. Keenan Allen was back. Mike Williams was back. They both played a full game. I don't think this has happened all year long. Let me take a sip of water. I don't think this happened all year long. And in three seasons, right? And he's he has. Justin Herbert, right, has the most passing yards ever in the first three seasons of a career. The Chargers healthy are a problem. The Chargers healthy are a problem. Herbert last night, 367 passing yards, 39 for 51, and a touchdown. Uh, overall, the let's look at the receiving numbers. I'm sorry. Mike Williams came back, six receptions, 116 yards, a touchdown. Keenan Allen had 12 receptions. Austin Eckler, eight receptions, 59 yards, missed a touchdown. Had another touchdown with 45 yards on the ground. Joshua Palmer, four receptions. If you look up and down, five receptions for Gerald Everett, 28 yards. Up and down, this is their game. This is their game. If they could do if everybody stays healthy, especially Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, they are a problem offensively. Jeff Wilson went out with an injury. That was tough. Tua was hobbled. So is Jalen Waddle also has been hobbled. And, you know, the, the only pot, this game would not be, would be probably be 23 to 11 or 23 to 10 if it wasn't for the Tyreek Hill. Oops, I found the ball and ran it for a touchdown on a fumble. A fumble recovery from his own team. And look, it's a problem if Jeff Wilson has been anchoring that running attack. He's going to be out. That's going to be a problem for Tua's defense because guess what? They got to go to Buffalo, man, next week. They got to go to Buffalo next week. That's tough. That is very tough. And then they got to go play the Jets. It's it's not it's not going to be an easy road, man. I think they even face New England. I think the last three games, and I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I know for sure is Buffalo next week, and it's either New England or the Jets. They're going to play three top defenses, and I think on the road, two out of the three. I'm not sure, and I'm sorry I don't have the um, the actual teams. Uh, let me let me pull here the uh, pull the actual schedule here. Yep, yep. Here we go. We got the Bills next week. And Buffalo, Packers are home, and then the Patriots to end the season. That's tough. That is tough, man. I mean, the only game that's not going to be in a cold climate weather against a good defense is going to be that Packers game. Hopefully, that's a win. But Miami is in trouble after the Bills have picked up the wheels and ran with them. Tua has had two of his worst games back-to-back. And, man, they're rushing him. They are not letting him get over the top, and they're not letting him hit anything. It was proved by a really, really hobbled and, I mean, undermanned Chargers D. So, and the Chargers right now, healthy. I think the Chargers can win the next three and uh, limp into the playoffs. All right. And talking about talking about the AFC East, right, and staying on the AFC East, man, the Bills. Freaking Bills, man. They, they pulled another ugly one against the Jets. The Jets are kind of the Jets. The Jets going to play ugly because they have such good defense. All these games are going to look bad. Shout out to Mike White. Again, look, I don't know if it's better than Zach Wilson, but he has he has these guys kind of playing more for him. Ball is being moved. But he got nailed 
a couple of times there that that would have put Tua and any other QB in the league in the freaking uh, concussion protocol pretty sick, pretty quick, all right? There was two of those hits that they knocked the win out of Mike White, and the man still stayed in and then came back. I mean, the kid is tough. I got to give that kid some credit. Uh, again, 20 to 12, ugly game. Um, Josh Allen did what he does. He ran the ball for 47 yards, had a touchdown, threw for another one. Just that toughness, man. Toughness and greediness. Um, right, you know, it was an ugly game. I mean, there's not much to say about statistically about this game, but just how tough the Bills defense played and how good uh, Josh Allen is. And Josh Allen, man, you know, you got he he was struggling a little bit, but he's picked up the ball. Look, he's picked up the, the slack a couple of games. He's not going to get an MVP this year, but he's still going to have a pretty decent year. All right, if you think about it, he has 3,500, over 3,500 yards, 26 touchdowns, does have 11 picks, which is more than last year. And, and, and look, also, on the ground, he has 628 rushing yards this season with 99 carries, 6.3 yards per, uh, per, per attempt with six touchdowns. So he is another guy that's going to get 40 touchdowns this season. And uh, when I hit the, the picture here real quick, right now the Bills are sitting pretty to lock down this AFC East title because I don't think the Jets, the Jets is going to fight for the playoffs. There's going to be a, a dogfight between the Jets, the Miami Dolphins, and the Patriots, man. Yes, and the Patriots. They're still alive to get that wild card uh, seed. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it is what it is. Now, let's let's go over. Let's go over now the uh, the playoff picture. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? It is that. I mean, we're getting close to that time of year. We are getting close to that time of year. And we got to talk about how we're looking, baby. The contenders and pretenders. How are we doing? Who's what? Who's in the bubble? All right. Well, let's, let me pull up the screen here. We got to share this. We got to talk about this, okay? So let's take a look at the playoff picture. Right now, it's Monday night. The Bills are about to play. I mean, sorry, the... The New England Patriots are about to play, and I haven't even got them in this conversation yet. But let's take a look if we know what's what, right? We have playoff spot clinched, all right, by the Eagles. Boom. That's the one that we know is clinched for sure. All right. Then we have, and I'm staying in the NFCs, then we have in the hunt the Vikings, who are going to clinch as well and win that division. I mean, Detroit is 6-7. and seven. I don't think the, the Vikings are going to self-destruct. Niners. Niners could move up. And can compete for the um, can compete for that spot there. Can compete for that spot and and uh, get over to the Vikings. I think the Niners can move up number two. Vikings may stay in two or three. They might finish number three. Bucks. It, it all depends on who's going to win the division. That's all. That's all. Depends who's going to win the division. All right. Um, let me see here. Next we have the we have the the Cowboys. They're going to do what they did. They play the Texans. Uh, they're ten and three. They're they're gonna get a playoff spot there. They're at number five. The Giants right now and the and the Washington um, Commanders are gonna go battle it out, man. And the Giants need to win in order to stay. They're seven five and one. Next week they play the Commanders, and I think it's time to. Um, I think that they got to take this one. Then we have the Seahawks. They're in the bubble now because they lost yesterday. Okay. Um, it's going to be tough to them get in there because if the Giants win and the Commanders win, they got the edge over the Seahawks, which they were actually a top there in the division. Packers stick a fork in them, they're done. The Lions are the other Cinderella story. I'm going to stop here at the Lions in the NFC. They still have a shot because they, you know, if they go 
they go nine and seven or they go 10 and seven. Watch out. All right. Watch out. Cause they want this week. They could go, they could go 10 and seven. And then it all depends on what the giants and the and giants lost this week. It all depends on what the giants and the, um, the commanders do here. All right. Let's go to the picture here with the bills. Bills are going to take the AFC East. There's no doubt about it. They're going to take that division. I think the right now the Dolphins are going to play for their playoff live against the Jets and the Bills. It is what it is. All right, I, they should be clinching next week or so. The Chiefs are going to win that division outright. Nobody's even close to them. All right, they just you know had a, a, a mediocre game. Look at the Ravens, man. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing, but I think the Bengals are going to take that position and the Bengals are going to move up to number three. I think the Chiefs will stay at number two um, in uh, in the AFC. Right behind the Bills, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a flop here between the Bills and the Chiefs, I think, and the Ravens and the Bengals are gonna trade places. So, uh, right now with three games left, the Bills and the Chiefs, they're both gonna win their division. It's just gonna be a matter of who's gonna finish one and two between these two, and who's gonna win, who's gonna be four and three between the Ravens and the Bengals. All right, because they're both tied right now for the division. And look, the Titans, the Titans gotta drop. They gotta win the division because nobody there remotely close, right? But they're going to drop anywhere between four and five. They're going to stay right there. The Dolphins, Dolphins are in it right now with the Chargers. But right here, these three, Dolphins, Chargers, Jets, and Patriots, right here, they're going to be competing for the next two weeks. Next two weeks is going to tell us if from six, from from actually six to seven, we're going to have the Chargers and the, and the, and the uh, Dolphins, or we're going to have the Jets sneak in there and knock either the Chargers or or even Miami further down. Miami's 8-5. and five. They got three tough games. They got really three tough games coming. Really, really tough. So, playoff picture right here, man. In the bubble, the Jets and the Patriots will stop right there. Jets and the Patriots are going to compete. The Patriots are playing tonight against the Cardinals. It's a must-win game for them to stay right there with the, with the, with the Jets and, uh, and the Chargers. So, hey. Here we go. Let's take a look down at your uh, AFC, baby. Standings right now. The playoff picture. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Look at this. The, the Eagles are such true. That's why I said Jalen Hurts needs to be in the conversation for MVP because the dude is just a stud. And there's, I don't care if the schedule wasn't as tough as, let's say, the Bills or as tough as the Niners or as tough as the Chiefs. The team is 12-1 and one and they're beating teams when they're supposed to. All right? It, it's... It's just plain and simple. It is what it is. Don't disregard that. Don't discredit this man. He needs to be in the MVP conversation. Just him along Patrick Mahomes. Nobody else. Nobody else. It's what I got for you tonight, folks. It's what I got for you this week. I appreciate everybody's love, man. Last week, I had to miss an episode. But thank you very much for the listening. Thank you very much for the watching as I'm kind of straightened out and getting practicing and doing this live stuff uh, more often as I want to come up with a live episode weekly kind of bringing something a little more formatted. Thank you, everybody, for watching. I appreciate the love, man. And, and also the following. Hit me up on Twitter. Follow me at Joe's underscore talk uh, to get more of me. Check out the link tree so you could get my podcast and every platforms, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Anchor, Apple. Doesn't matter. Your boy is everywhere. Again, thank you for listening. Your boy E-Man from the Average Joe Sports Up signing out. Peace.